This is JFM Podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Let's Talk. It's nine o'clock. Yes, this is where we get to talk about uh, yes issues uh, that concerns the country. Uh, and today we are looking at the controversial bills. Uh, we're looking at uh, uh, one issue that have turned the National Assembly apart, where uh, senators and uh, House of Representatives members have been divided on party lines, on some other lines also but majorly party lines uh what were the reasons okay uh, uh the issue of INEC having the powers uh, to transmit election results electronically uh took center stage last week and uh, it was a boiling issue um for the house of reps the green chamber uh some of uh, the People that belongs to the minority caucus uh, stage a walkout, uh, and uh, for uh, the red chamber, uh, there was no agreement uh, by uh, both parties, uh, both the minority and the majority, uh, on this particular issue. And uh, after immediately, just immediately after uh, this particular debate, uh, Senator Ali Undume uh, spoke to reporters, and he said. Quite a number of things, uh, but I would like you uh, to get to listen to this. The truth of the matter is that we had six elections in this country, isn't it? We had six elections. And the one that was administered under the government of APC was adjudged to be very credible, where you saw opposition winning election under a sitting government. That was not the case during the PDP. I hope you got that. So, if it is, if you are thinking is that uh, APC is doing this in order to take advantage of it, it would have, we would have taken advantage of the previous elections that were conducted credibly. All we are saying is that, particularly myself, I stood against the electronic voting and transmission because I am here to represent my people. I come from the northeast. I come from Goza. In Borno South, I represent Borno South. In Borno State, as it is now, we don't have power at all for the past six months. The insurgents have destroyed it. Our transmission system has been destroyed by insurgents for the past 10 years and they continue to be destroying it. So if you say we are to do electronic voting when we don't have electricity, when we don't have internet, how do you go about doing that? But so, so many Nigerians, especially you people, because you are, sit, you are living in heaven and we are living in hell, you don't know what is there. So And, and the only thing my people have is their, 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 that the voting power and that the constitution gave them that if they are 18 years, they should be able to go to their polling unit, which is in their village, to cast their vote. They count it there and they know their votes have been counted and then transmitted and to, 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 to the collation center. Sometimes they follow it to the collation center to make sure that the result declared at the polling unit is what has been collected. Once they collect it, they take somebody to escort a person to go and deliver those elections in the local government center or the senatorial district or the uh, House of Representatives Coalition Center. And people are coming to say, oh no, don't forget about that one. Do it electronically. We don't have the electronics. How do we do it? That is the fact of the matter. And that is why we are saying, in fact, for us, we had wanted it to be expunged to completely. But in order to stay in the midway, we said, okay, we can do electronic voting or transmission when and where it is possible, confirmed by NCC and approved by the National Assembly. What is wrong with that? As the insurgents affected us in 2011 and drove us away, and my people were in camps and election was there, I quickly brought an amendment to the Electoral Act that they should allow my people to vote in the IDP camps. And it was passed. And uh, look, this, this electronic voting that they are talking about, I think is PDP's idea to rig the election. 
because they are the ones that have the Yahoo Yahoo boys, they are the ones that have the Hospoopy or what do you call it. These are the people. Otherwise, I don't see any reason for this cry out on this matter. All right, uh, that was Senator Ali Ndume, uh, who just spoke extensively on that particular issue. Yes, you're still live on J101.9 FM. This is Let's Talk. And my guest today is Honorable Musa Ashams. He's seated in the studio. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning, listener. Thank you for having me this precious morning. All right, uh, let's start the business uh, immediately. Uh, no time for dilly-dallying. You've heard Senator Ali Ndume. Mm. Uh, quite a number of points he raised. He said where he comes from, the people he is representing uh, have been moved back or have been, you know, their places have been almost taken over by insurgents and uh, they have destroyed electricity there. You know, they don't get it. Uh the epileptic uh, nature of it, you know, over there. And so many things that he said. Do you think first that um, we are ripe as a people for electronic voting uh, before we talk about the transmission electronic? Um, insurgency, no doubt, has um, dealt a blow to the people of the Northeast, especially Southern Borno, where Senator Andi, uh, Ali Ndumi graciously represents. But um, without electronic, without all those things, people wouldn't have known about the things happening in the Northeast in the first place. Ali Ndumi has the Akasa Atsari Araka mentality. What Which does is that mean? Cast, escort, and protect. Okay. Because it is analogous. So they are used to the analog pattern. For those of us that um, road jam several times, at some point you hear people talk about type A, type B, type Definitely. C. Then when Ahmed Salim became the registrar of jam, the types became S-A-L-I-M. <clears throat> That's an, an innovation. Today, nobody talks about those things. You go to the computer-based center, click um, on buttons, log in, and write your test. Two, three days, the result is out. You see, it's because of this analog way of doing things that you find people come to say they are having stakeholders' meetings after elections. A typical example is just North Bassa. Stakeholders' um, meetings or whatever you want, in, whatever nomenclature you want to give it, should come pre-election, not post-election. When people vote, what you need to give them is results, not meetings. But because some people benefit from this analog means of doing things, people tamper with results, people behave anyhow. That's why you see that they've ridiculed the academia to a large extent. I'm not talking about the academia as a whole. Some persons, you become the returning officer, the, uh, what do you call it, polling unit officer, the undergraduates or core members. Politicians look for a way of seeing those people. Four or five days after elections, you find people in Josmoth, for example, with um, sticks, with um, machete, trying to intimidate coalition officers and all of that so that the results will be changed. Or you just sit down and you hear that Tudung Wadakabong has been cancelled. If you transmit these results, all these issues will not come up. Yes, this election is going to hold um, in 2020, 21, as we are. It's going to hold in 2023. All of these things can be fixed. It's, it baffles me that Nigerians like to think backward. We like to stifle um, processes that will take us to the next level. On radio here, I said, if Alin Dume, for example, wants to travel to Meiduguri from Abuja, he will fly. Because it's easier, it's safer, even though it has convenient. its own risk and convenient. Within minutes from Abuja, he's in Borno, or an hour or so. He wouldn't like to take the bad routes. So it, the, the analog election is the bad route, for example. If they are sick, they go for computerized topo, uh, CT scan so that it tells them whatever is happening from their head, the strands of the hair on their head to their toe so that they will look for a, a, a remedy, for, for, for a therapy for it. Lo and behold, our politics is beyond Ali Ndumi. Okay, it's beyond even his constituency. So it's a Nigerian situation. So what you're saying is that Nigeria is ripe for uh, electric Overripe. Overripe. Why are you saying you, that? We are a country of um, intelligent people, 
it will interest you to know that Nigerians are doing exploits in different facets of this life. If you go to the West, you see Nigerians becoming whatever they want to become, whatever they put their minds to become. The most intelligent family in the UK is the Amafia Dome. Nigerians have shown that we, we can do these things. And of course, like I said, electronically we've been doing a lot of things. So, but Before, I while we were growing on the plateau, there was only one radio station. Everybody listened to it. If it, uh, it's either you listen to the uh, AM band or the FM band, but it's the same radio station. Today, even second, in universities, polytechnics have radio stations. Things are evolving. We cannot be in 21st century and be acting like a 19th century people. To be honest with you, Nigeria is ripe for, this kind, for digital leadership. Nigeria is ripe for digital thinking. And Nigeria is ripe for digital deliverables. One of the few things that the Buhari government should, can do for Nigerians is to give us space for credible election, for people to vote for who they feel is rest, can handle certain issues, people who have the wherewithal to handle certain issues. When those people fail you, you know that it is my choice. But when the electoral system is tampered with, when the electoral system and the electioneering patterns are tampered with, you get to have people that are not supposed to be WhatsApp group uh, administrators becoming House of Reps members and other stuff. For me, when I see people fight development, when I see people fight initiative, it tells me that they are beneficiaries of the fraud that um, elections can come with, especially when it is analogous. And at the end of it, I pity people that study law. What you are taught in school is different. When you go to the courts, you hear technicalities. They even get our judges confused. The, the substance will not be looked at. And these um, judgments have um, time bound. At the end of it, you cannot um, do nothing about it. All they need to do, politicians will tell you, I don't want to be taken to court. I don't want to take um, someone to court. I prefer to be taken to court. And when they go... They hire senior advocates of Nigeria and they come and they look at technicalities. They will come and say, for example, you didn't take the case within the how many days window that it was supposed to come. And they forget that the result is being delayed at the collision center, at uh, the venue where it's supposed to be announced. A lot of experiences have, um, um, have surfaced and we've seen them. In Just Not, for example, you will see that after elections, people will convert at the Just Not Secretariat two, three, four, five days. They will stretch people. Instead of people to go and rest and watch television and see who has won, who has they've given their mandate to, you hear them that they've gone for a stakeholders meeting. And in those stakeholders meetings, you hear about compromises. You do not compromise results. When you're campaigning, you tell the people what you can do for them. If the people now compromise to vote for you, then you get their sympathy or empathy and they vote for you and you get that mandate. But not after elections have, have been um, held, then you begin to say you're having a stakeholders meeting. It's because it is analog. If it is um, digital, if it is electronic, as the results come in, for example, you say, or a do local government in Edo State, you will see the vote for APC and PDP and other political parties. You will see Akoko Edo. You will see Bini. Like that. So people will not come and be tell you only wait for INEC because they have the constitutional responsibility of declaring results. All right. But you know the result already. Obviously, you are in support of this. But let's look at, uh, you know, the card reader system that was introduced. Yes. Uh, even the former president, President Goodluck Jonathan, had, you know, difficulty using that. Uh, let's place that uh, side, as, uh, side by side with this one, uh, don't you think some people will be disenfranchised? Um, elections those in the rural area. Elections do not just hold in a day. If you have such issues, there are provisions on what to do. For example, if the card reader fails you, you report to higher authorities and election in those units or wards will hold again. And yes, they said they can maneuver this system. Yes, but it's going to be minimal. The other system too is maneuvered. So should we, should we, we shouldn't have elections because the systems will be maneuvered. There are, there are antidotes to every sickness. There are remedies to every issues. What about those in the rural area? I come from a rural who, area. Who are not Excuse asked. me. Thank God that you are asking a rural uh, person. I come from a place called Zandi. You only go to certain spots to get network. But I went during the elections and I saw card readers working. Practically, it's not as if someone told me. And when you get to where there is network, you transmit your result. It's on the paper that agents of political party will agree with the result. 
it is on, on in cases like that that you come to say okay it is not the result that we agreed but let me tell you as you put the card reader it reads everything about you it shows your face the po sees you he fills a document and when you cast one vote it shows one vote and if it is for pdp the ballot paper will show at the end of it they will write if it's for apc they will write if it's for core party or abga they write so they transmit it's easier. It's, it's, um, it saves time. It doesn't give people the room to say, we are going to the polling unit, we are going to the coalition center to go and fight themselves, to go and be saying rubbish and saying things they ought not to say. It's going to make the system less cumbersome. It's going to take out money out of the system. For example, certain persons will go to the coalition center and they will want to talk to the people in charge of coalition. The people in charge of coalition are only given that responsibility because government or the, the laws feel they can handle it because there are qualifications for certain responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Jega introduced you know, the academia into it because he feels that is the molding ground. Because when you go to your certificate, you will see Omobolaji Pedro has been found worthy in character and learning. learning so yeah. character comes before learning. So the molders of character, those that make people learn, are in charge of elections. But politicians have a way of finding their issues and addressing them illegally. That is why they want to be comfortable with this system. Let me, let me, uh, let me tell you something. In 1999, Ali Ndumi was not a senator. Today he's a senator. Tomorrow we do not know who will become a senator. The system can work against him as a person. In 1999, for example, in Plateau North, the senator was Senator Dibizang, Davo Dibizang. In 2019 to date, the senator is Senator Idigang. You do not know who is going to be the senator in the future. But once you have an opportunity, you need to take care of that opportunity. Do you know when there used to be Senator Victor Yofo from Edo? Today, people don't get to hear their names. Do you know when there used to be Senator Sodangi from Nasarawa State? Fine senators. Some of them have died. Some of them are still alive. Some of them are still active. Some of them have become non-actors, even in the political land space and landmark and space. So you shouldn't abuse an opportunity. It is an opportunity for you to write your name in gold. It is an opportunity for you to show that, yeah, we need... Okay, sorry. If things happen in Goza... Alin Dume used electronic to tell the people, my people have been killed and all of that. But he doesn't want the result of those people to be transmitted via the same platform. It is only going to expose certain places. Sorry to say, some people give us results that are not commensurate with the population of their area. But, and when you do this electronic thing, they fear that it's going to expose them. Electronic transmission, it does not matter whether you are an illiterate or literate. It is the handlers of the election that will transmit. Yours is to vote. But because Nigerians will wait for results from Edo, from Lagos, and another state will bring 2 million, another state will bring 1 point something million, even with insurgency. So they are scared. It's going to expose us. Sometimes when they say we are 200 million people, I know it's a lie. Me, Musa, I know it. Well, how, how can you back up that? Thank thing? you very much. I've been to a lot of parts and um, um, states in Nigeria, if not all. You see with your eyes. You, you, excuse me, you, you see the, the, the facilities on ground, they are not commensurate with that number. You see the um, secondary school enrollment, primary school enrollment. You see when, when they want to give um, figures for certain things that will bring benefits, they tell you uh, this number. Let's do it state by state and you look at it critically. I was in Yobe, was it two weeks ago? No, not two weeks, last week. I went to about seven or eight local government. When you hear the result that comes out from that local government, you begin to ask yourself if three is to vote. I want to do a program which I cannot see on air, but we know this thing, sir. When they say, for example, in the electoral and uh, the voters register, you will see a local government having 200 plus. But when it comes to reality, when it comes to voting, you will see 80,000 people voting, except if they do Magu Magu. All right, so are, are you saying that going digital is a panacea to uh, the problems we it have? It will even help us so that we know elections. our statistics. It will even help us. We will know the eligible voters that we have. I don't want to come here and sound like I know everything, but sir, multiple registration all over. Even Yahayabe Law of Kogi State did multiple registration. Until they went and did abracadabra, 
and they expunged his name from one of the list. So if they want to count voters in Kogi and they say it's one million and one, it means Yaebelo alone was counted twice. So minus one, that's a million. That is a high-placed Nigerian. If you go to other places, maybe this one will move from this polling unit and go to another polling unit. So once we're begun, beginning to become digital, a lot of this lacuna or lacune will be dealt with, will be handled in a professional manner, in a digital manner. I don't know why people like to think backward. They used to say it is jet age. We have even passed that age. If you see the gadgets that our children use, and just for example, INEC registration, when they said new voters and all of that can do it digitally before appearing physically for capture, you need to hear the numbers just within some days. Things are changing. We should change too. All right, let's look at some of the problems that this might also come up, you know, that might come with this. Uh, you remember during uh, uh, the last election, there were lots of litigations here and there. It got to Supreme Court. There was the issue of server, uh, that INEC doesn't have a server. Um, you know, uh, a political party also claimed that INEC has a server and all of that. So how transparent do you think that INEC would be uh, as far as, you know, transmission of election results electronically is concerned? Um, there are forensic experts in case anything is tampered with. That's why when people have these cases, they bring experts from all over the world. Do you think it's cost effective? Um, for now, I know it's very expensive, but nothing good comes easy. Just like the pigeon um, proverb that will say, soup way good na money kill mm. In the interest of Nigeria, I don't think it's expensive. If you go to the universities these days, I remember when I got admission to ABU Zaria, you've got to go and buy new Nigerian newspaper to check for your name. Those of us whose surname is Ashams, you look for A, and you find countless A's first. Then if you can't find your name there, maybe you say maybe they used Ibrahim first. Then you go and look for I. Then if you can't find it there, you begin to look for M. These days, in your house, you just go to the website and do pop, pop, pop from wherever you are, and you see your name and the course you've been given. And sometimes you can even start the registration even before appearing physically online, going to the, the bank that the school banks with, and you register and go to school and do stuff. Nigeria has become digital. That is why they use satellites to preach, whether it's Muslim or Christian. That is why you find televangelists. That is why when they want to announce their issues, they use the media. It's because of the coverage. And it's going to make um, ele election to be, um, as it grows, there's going to be diaspora voting. Nigerians abroad can just click and vote. Simo the Black Caesar here on the plateau. He has um, a project he does. He gives people awards. You will see if JFM is winning, you will see the number of votes JFM is winning with. You will see the number of people that voted. And of course, it will show you green, yellow, and red. People uh, have tried it. No, it's not, it's not rocket science. Think that Daser, Daser, Daser here. Okay. Daser. Yes. They call him Olua Daser yes. here. Can help in handling some of these issues. There are a lot of digital-minded people. How will you have a department of computer science in the university? You have a department of mathematics. You have people that are doing a lot of stuff and you don't even want to use them. You have an NCC. But let, let me put this record straight. The, the, uh, the role and responsibility of conducting, monitoring, and supervising election is an exclusive duty of INEC. Okay. So that doesn't where, mean that... Where does NCC no, come? That doesn't mean that INEC cannot ask for the services of other agencies to make the system smooth. For example, INEC can write to the police to say we need you to give us coverage for the purpose of election. But they are not going to be part of the monitoring or anything. They will give the duties that INEC will give them. NCC, not long ago, they said you must link your NIN yes. with your SIM. Why don't they want us to go digital again in this aspect? Not long ago, you hear that Nigeria has given um, its details, its um, um, what do you call information to certain countries. I don't know how factual that is. Why are you doing such things? But you neglect the thing that even got you into power, which is election. And election for me is more critical than anything we're going through. Election will make us to vote for people that will secure this country. For example, President Mahmoud Buhari said he was going to deal with insurgency by December. 
what was he going to use? He was going to use sensible people. He was going to use tactical people. He was going to use technical people. He was going to use intelligent people. He was going to use people that understand modern stuff, modern warfare. You're not going to fight gorillas using a particular tactics. That's why perhaps maybe we're unable to overcome this hydra-headed insurgency that has been with us for a while. Nigeria has come of age. Let's not be driving. The, the cars used to be driven left-handed. We've moved to right-hand um, right steering wheels. Now it's left-handed. Now we even have cars that do not have keys, keyless. Now we even have cars that use biofuels, cars that use... Um, what do you call it? Uh, solar energy. Solar energy. Things yeah. are changing. We cannot be um, in 21st century and be acting like we do not want change. We do not need change. Especially when this government came with the mantra of change. What The best thing they can do for us, because they haven't given us enough, is to give us a credible election pattern. For example, if you trust Professor Mahmoud, the man in charge of INEC, and you've given him this mandate again because it's been a while that somebody stayed in INEC for 10 years. He's going to be there for a while. If you trust his judgment and you've given him this mandate for the second time, you should be able to trust him when he says they can handle it. Festus Okoye, commissioner in charge of voter education, said INEC has the capacity and capability yes, because to I handle... Was com I was coming to yes. that. Then, if, you ask, if you ask one of the INEC commissioners that everybody or almost everybody in Nigeria respects, Mike Egini. He said the same thing. So why are you why are you crying more than the bereaved? Why are you becoming more Roman Catholic than the Pope? Is All that right. is that feasible? Is that clear? At hundred level you want to begin to call yourself professor, except if it's just a nickname. Zero nine zero five five double six 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 nine nine or zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Those are the numbers to call for you to be a part of the conversation. Twenty-seven minutes gone past at nine o'clock. Let's get to hear from you. It's let's talk. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Let's Talk. What's your name and where are you calling from? Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Kumar. I'm calling from Chichan T Junction. Sadiq, welcome to the show. Please go ahead with your contribution. Yes, I want to comment your guest. You have spoken well on this issue of transmission of results electronically. It's something that the National House of Assembly is supposed to be considering. Saying that education now jam is electronically bank is electronically there's nothing that is not electronically now in nigeria and just the transmission we're not talking about the voting now just the transmission and even the voting now is supposed to be electronically because if we check the issue of insecurity that we have for a polling unit to transform its resolve from one local government to a local government is another issue whereby even now for you to just be traveling from one country to from one state or another state is an issue that will tell you that is not going to be something that to be considered at this present of time if the government are serious to consider the people as they are there to represent the people, the people at heart. But just what Ali Ndimi has said, he just said his own opinion. He did not ask the opinion of the people. Because if people are there, they will not like to even escort from one local from that Borno state from one local government to another local government, seeing how they have a lot of attack of Boko Haram there. They have to say that it's an advantage to use the electronic media. And even in, in terms of the transmission, from one polling unit to another polling unit is even more safer and more even transparent. Because if you can enable all you people to escort your own result, if you do it uh, electronically, is the world that is seen. There's no how it can change. If you say that this is your result and that's how it's going to be. So let the government consider people are moving. And the National House of Assembly, we should see those that are against this uh, transmission of electronic That's to say that they are not representing the people at heart since they don't want development in Nigeria. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for calling. 0905566699 or 0909-884-8848. Uh, those are the numbers you can call to be a part of the show this morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yes, this is Pam Benga. Okay, Pam, welcome to the show. 
I I I like the way your guest has been spoken. You see, when when, when I had the voice of Indumi, I just see him as a, you know a messenger, right from you know uh, uh, those who you know those who hate you know in, in Nigerians to be educated you know on a higher level. If you look at today, right from Borno State, we have been tagging that within the government, we have those who are supporting Boko Haram. And if you look at the name Boko Haram, if you look at the translation, it's those people that, you know, hate knowledge within this country, hate advancement, Nigeria to be an advancement of, you know, our, our so-called colonial masters to take us to the higher ranking of knowledge. If you, uh, just as I hear his voice, I just hear as if he's one of the messengers right from that camp. So I said I disagree totally with him, with him totally. If not, we are having a, a series of uh, uh, memes, submitting our numbers to memes. That's true, you know, network process. And again, we have series of communication in social media and whatsoever without complaining of this government but when it comes in times of clean and fair election process where we will see Nigeria doing election without any partiality or any ringing they are saying no. If you look at his voice again as if they have already made a plan whereby the next election 2023 will be ringed by them again. So for that I'm calling on Nigeria let's rise up, let's wake up and said no to wrong government that will melt our knowledge to be down. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Pam, for your contribution. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, please, could you turn down the volume of your radio sets? Thank you. Good morning. My name is Joseph. Okay. Joseph is calling from where? Millionaire's Quarter. All right. Welcome to the show, Joseph. Please, I want uh, your guest should, I want your guest to take notes. Understand? Okay, if, if they are saying there's no no network coverage, please they should tell us <laughs> how where are the bandits getting their network? <laughs> okay, is that your t- contribution? I'm, I'm I'm raising a point. Okay. Then how do bandits from that thick forest? No, they normally call. The family of that victim. Where do they get their network from? If they say there's no network coverage in Nigeria, understand? Are they calling from the moon? The senator will say there's no network coverage in Nigeria, so there shouldn't be an electronic transmission result. In my village, typical village, there is POS at the front of my house where I can withdraw money. Understand? In my own village, then somebody will tell me that there shouldn't be electronic transmission. Where is that POS getting that network from to, for me to withdraw money? Understand? I'm trying to raise a point. All right. Are, are, you, are you done? I'm done. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. You will respond to uh, that particular question uh, later. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Pedro. Good morning. Emeka, uh, my from friend. From Terminus. <laughs> Welcome. Nice to hear from you, Ashon. Thank you very much. On this forum. It's sad, you know, if you look at National Assembly and you ask yourself, you know, those people there, do they need to go there to represent their, the interests of the people who voted for them? I think the question needs to be asked. You look at somebody like uh, the ones that come from the Southern Park, especially somebody like uh, the, the former governor of Abia State. And I'm sure that the people in Abia State want elections to be, uh, to be tra- the result to be translated electronically. I am 100% sure that that is what the people in Abia State want. But for a man, a particular person, one human being, who was voted, he said he is not going to uh, vote yes, because his people, would, would not, uh, they, they, they would, their votes would not count because of uh, bad, they don't have networks in his own community. This is somebody that has ruled his state eight times. This is somebody that was, that was like, siphoned a lot of money. He was even, they took him to prison. I don't even know how he, he finally came out from that prison. This is a man that cannot even, in that eight years, he could not even bring technology to his place. 
what are these people doing? If you are you coming to tell you, I don't even get to understand how we even come out to tell the world. I don't have in this 21st century, we don't have technology in our country, just of Africa. So, uh, Emeka, what you're saying is that you are in support of uh, you know electronic transmission of results and voting also. We should not tell the world that we don't have technology. We want them to come and invest in our communities, in, our, in places where we come from. We want the, the, the foreigners to come here to invest. How can you be the same? Okay, what are the solutions? Are they even coming out? Okay, what? Now we don't have, don't, we are going to do this in, in a time frame because I believe that if that is one technology to come to their community, it is very possible. I think giving time frames is okay. This is the time. And I'm very happy with INEC coming out to say they can do it. Mm-hmm. I am very happy with that. So that is just my sister. I don't even understand this national assembly. Yeah. Look at it, God. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Thank you. Thank you for calling. All right. Uh, Yes, uh, you will need to make your points in one minute because uh, some other persons would like to talk. Yes, uh, Professor Kingsley Mogalu was a guest on a show yesterday and uh, uh, he said uh, quite a number of things, you know, looking at the legal perspective uh, to this particular issue. Let's take a listen uh, to what he said. Yes, there is a massive contradiction because INEC is a body established by the Constitution and it's given its powers and its functions by the Constitution. There is no law that if it contradicts the Constitution, I think should be able to stand. So the National Assembly may make laws, but they should make laws consistent with the Constitution. If the INEC is an independent electoral body, you cannot subject its work to the say-so of another body of government, in this case, the National Communications Commission. And even more unbelievably, the National Assembly itself. So the National Assembly wants to be a referee in a match in which it is one side. It is a player. Because INEC oversees results, uh, elections, into the National Assembly. So for those results to take place, INEC itself has to certify to, 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 has to go to the National Assembly for the Assembly to certify that it can use electronic transmission of results. It's, it's obviously uh, not a reasonable uh, situation. So um, I, I do see a, a problem legally, constitutionally with this because, you know, there is a case of Nemo Judex in Kausasua. You cannot be a judge in your own in your own cause. And, I, and the National Assembly is making itself a judge in its own cause. So that's that's one fundamental. The independence of institutions in our country is being um, excavated by, by these you know, tortuous, you know, contorting decisions. Um, now, practically speaking, INEC itself has told you and has told the whole country that it can transmit results electronically. And some and they've given you examples of what they've done. And some people are trying to tell us otherwise. The problem is that Nigeria, from this decision of the National Assembly, it is clear that what we have as what we call democracy is you know government by politicians, for politicians, of politicians. All right, uh, that is a uh... Uh, that was Kingsley Mogalu, all right? Uh, he just spoke extensively on this particular issue also, looking at it from the legal perspective and all of that. And he said it, that the National Assembly, you know, uh, being part of this and dictating, uh, you cannot be, you know, a judge in your own case. Uh, do you agree with those assertions he made? Um, clearly, any right-thinking Nigerian, any sane Nigeria will go with this assertion. Because how on earth will NCC interfere with an independent body? How on earth with politicians that are contesting elections? Because you contest an election, you either win or lose before your tenure ends. For example, the 2023 elections is going to come around February. The tenure of the National Assembly will elapse by June of 2023. So if there's a matter that concerns you, you will lobby your friends, your colleagues, so that you, you, it gives you an upper hand. I'm happy that the senator that represents my interest in the National Assembly, the chamber, Senator I.D. Yang, did exclusively well in this matter. Especially when the government had the effrontery to nominate Loretta Onoche. 
a a a a a a, a card carry member of a political party but a, she came a, out to say forget uh, forget that assertion there are other <laughs> evidence documents that came out to show her name second when they went for revalidation even at that sir there should be like some gap or a break you take some break before you go into such um, positions being an umpire You've got to be an independent person. You've got to be someone that is um, not affiliated to a political party. Even if she's not an APC member, she's an aide to a president that was voted on the platform of the APC. And she is one of those um, people that when you want to challenge President Buhari, Femi Adesina will come after you, Garboshe will come, and of course you expect that Loretta too will come. Then lo and behold, she wants to become um, national commissioner in charge of political parties. If other political parties come for such meetings, wouldn't they be agitated? Wouldn't they feel insecure? Then lo and behold, that didn't click. They now said, okay, even the chairman, Senate Committee on INEC, whom his committee sat down to bring these ideas clause by clause, 158 of them. When the chips were down, he voted against what he presided over. It tells you that there are a lot of writings on the wall that we cannot see clearly. And we thank God that there are men like Einaya Abaribe, Senator Idi Gang, who stood up and said no. Einaya Abaribe said, let's vote so that Nigerians will know who is who. And right. Nigerians got to know the kind of representatives we have. Some even fought in the lower house. Yes. Some even got to the level of going fisticuffs. I think it is utterly wrong. I think it's because they are beneficiaries of a fraud system. They, they want the status quo to remain so that they remain in power. Let's ask ourselves, where is Senator Bukar Abba Ibrahim? From 1999, he has been in power. In fact, 1992, when Baba Fidelis Tabgun was the governor of Plateau State, he was the governor of Yobe. When 1999 came, he was governor till 2007. Still that time till now, he has been in the Senate before he was ousted by the present Governor Gaidam, the former Governor Gaidam. Today he is not active. Where is Super Senator David at Bonaventure at Chelenu Mark? From 1999 till 2019, he was the Senator representing Binui South. Then you ask yourself, where are the other people like Senator... Now, uh, Gali, um, Gali now, um, Representative Gali Umar Naabba, where are they today? You need to leave a legacy that will outgrow you. You need to leave a legacy that will be bigger than that will be bigger than you. Alain Dume, if you allow me speak, I think electronic transfer of voters' result will even be um, to his advantage, especially that he comes from a a terrorist ravaged community, a, a a Boko Haram territory. The territory that has been taken by insurgency. Okay, so uh, uh, some of the uh, senators, you know, some of the lawmakers uh, didn't show up for the voting, either for or against. Uh, what does that tell you? It is a, a critical exercise. You would have jettisoned almost everything for it so that you will have an encounter with destiny so that your name will be written in gold or in, in ashes, if you like it. There are senators that I wouldn't want to take excuses for that went for national assignment. For example, Ike Kweremadu was in Montenegro. There was no how he would have voted. So if they had electronic voting even as a senate, he would have voted from there. That gives you, that, that, that shows you that we are dancing a dance called Makaba. One step forward, two steps backward. Makaba dance. We do not need that at this moment of our life, of our national history. We are supposed to be an example to Africa. We are supposed to be the leaders in Africa. Our leadership is just in terms of number, insurgency, hunger, negativity, bad leadership. So uh, there was also something raised by uh, Senator Ali Ndume. Uh, he said that he, he was calling out a, a particular political party that it is it is their own, you know, uh, design to be able to rig elections because they are the ones that have Yahoo Yahoo boys. Do you think that you know, coming from a senator uh, that is respected, uh, do you think uh, that is good enough? You know, when when people are in power, sometimes they need emotional intelligence it's not everything they feel like saying that they say sometimes these things come to which haunt them sometimes these things become the last nail that will be nailed on their coffins politically 
um, the challenges, if you remember when the PDP was in power, it was saying we're going to be in power for 60 years. It took the people for a ride and for granted. Today it's in the opposition. The APC is an amalgam of people that are angry, of people that have bitterness. Today you can see that they are bitter with themselves. For example, on the plateau, the chairman of the party has even been asked to, has been suspended. In Zamfara, for example, you saw what is happening. The Yari faction and the governor that has moved from the PDP to the APC. You cannot be in power forever. Sometimes, even when people enjoy you, when you give them dividends of democracy, they will say we are tired with enjoyment. We want to taste something else, like the case of Libya under Gaddafi. And again, talk of the APC, which is a colossal failure. You cannot be in power forever. So you need to do things that when you are in the opposition, it will help you. I think that is what the, AP, the PDP goofed. They had the opportunity of doing these things. Even when Nigeria was not ripe for all of this stuff, they would have taken us a step close to these things so that the APC will have no choice than to do it. Today, they want to cling to power forever, so they are doing everything within their power to make sure they bastardize and balkanize the political system. But let me tell you one thing, Pedro. As time goes on, these things will just fall in places, pleasant places. You don't need a magician to do it. Time is, things are changing. Times are changing. People are changing. The awareness level is different. In the past, people don't talk about legislators. They don't have the platforms. But today, young Nigerians, 15, 16, 17, the awareness level is high. And radio stations like JFM have given people the platform to express themselves, to know what is happening. So you cannot um, think that people do not think you are the only person because you are in power. Power comes from God and is given to the people and they give you power. So you, mean, you use it well, you utilize it well. Otherwise, you become former this, former that. Even those that are working hard, sometimes political exigencies take them out of power. For example, when the change um, wave came, it took a lot of people out of power and people are regretting. For example, for, for us in Plateau North, we, would not, we do not have much regrets like certain persons because we have super legislators to a large extent. All right, let's get to hear from you. 0905-566-6699. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning. Oh, Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Thank you so very much for having me. This is Comrade Mandiu Bulus calling you from Dabo in Bogos. All right. Welcome to the show, Comrade. I think, you know, I will come back here quickly to Plato's Plato said, no, that people, indigenous, well-meaning Plato people should think twice. Should be able to understand that, no, people that have been voted into power here on the Plato should, should be the people that have Plato people and also have Plato at, at, at heart. Not people that will, will, will go against the will of Plato people. What am I trying to say? In fact, God bless Nordeto, I Chang and God bless now the Northern Plateau because these are the only people that are what protecting our interests here on the plateau. Where is our own what senator, so-called senator, Hezekiah Dimka? Is he speaking for the people of Plateau State? Where is what Nora, so-called Nora Dadu? All these people, you can see, they went there and fought. Uh, no, for, 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 for the interest of their own party and their selfish interest. If they will come back to down to, the, to their electorate, I'm telling you, most of the 80% of plateau people will vote you know, for the use of what electronic what vote. Because they are, they are part of the beneficiaries. Look at you know, the so-called uh, YouTube Gagdi. That man, in fact, you know, if you go to... Okay, so... Um... And Antanam. Uh, you will know that this person was not voted. No, it was it was a rigging what election that took him there. I tell you. Well, so uh, comrade, you, you are for obviously uh, it is clear that you are for electronic transmission of results and yes, voting. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, of course. I am in hundred percent in support. Let me tell you something. If electronic you know, vote will will be introduced, I'm telling you all these so-called people. In fact, you will not even hear their names any longer because they are part and part in value. They want to come back. All right, thank you for calling. Uh, okay, so let's take uh, some comments on our Facebook page. Uh, Principal Joseph uh, Milumo says, uh, Jam result, electronic, NIN, electronic, wired, 
result electronic uh neko result electronic phone registration electronic uh money transfers electronic international passport electronic INEC result transport by road to abuja are we progressing or retrogressing may god heal our system uh number pampe says why do we keep asking if we are ready for or not to bring technology to our elections we have technology drafted in almost all facets of our lives today and we do not want to deploy same to our elections what are we truly afraid of i feel that thinking of conditional use of technology in our elections is already a slap on our face uh to think that apc legislators are refusing to side with the people uh says a whole lot no party is greater than our common goods as a country uh the clamor for building institutions in nigeria should start with things like this my humble take thank you very much uh moses daniel says INEC should give nigerians a chance to vote credible that will make young nigerians future shine and brighter because the present okay all right dimas bala says uh for how long can we continue like this for god's sake uh, who is doing this to us electronic voting will reduce voter apathy transmission of votes will go a long way to solve the problem of manipulation uh and changing the will of the people i really don't understand why the rejection of such beer if election is that important can we install network in those area where there is no network before 2023 where is the hope of this country since we don't want to be digital which way nigeria ayodele agbabiaka says nigeria needs digital not analog anymore even the villagers need technology in their societies uh these leaders should just pass a cooked electoral bill for justice and peace all right uh let's let's take your last uh your last uh you know comment on this because uh our time is far spent um we should act like people that are progressives people that are pro-development people that understand that we need to grow not a people that is taunted by parochial interest. Not a people that are moved by filial trivialities. Let's act as Nigerians. Let's give Nigerians a credible election and electioneering platform. And that platform now has shown that it is e-voting, e-transmission, so that we do not overheat the system unnecessarily so that people can go about their duties on election days. Election shouldn't be a holiday. Re results shouldn't take people to collision center with um, arms and ammunitions. We should do things the right way and God will bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria. And for the senators that supported e-transmission, especially Senator Adiyang, may God bless you immensely. All right, thank you very much, uh, Honorable uh, Musa Ibrahim Ashams, uh, uh, for coming around. Well, uh, what is my take? Well, the truth is, uh, let's think Nigeria. Let's put Nigeria first in whatsoever we do. All right, uh, this is where we call it uh, a day on the show. Uh, join us uh, tomorrow uh, for uh, another fresh edition of Let's Talk. This is the end of the morning, Jay, for today, uh, the 19th day of July 2021 up next is the news at the top of the hour by 10 o'clock and immediately after that the midday show with ogidigbo i've been yours sincerely my name is pedro omobolaji i'll see you tomorrow thank you for listening to jfm podcast 